Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. In this episode, we'll be discussing chapters 5 and 6 of Twilight. So. So hello, Emily. Hi, Cam. (laughs) This is apparently going to be episode Uh. 3 now. That is recorded for as many as two days. Good for us. Uh, So chapters five and six is where I think it starts to get a little bit spicy. It does get so spicy. All right, listen. Um, I'm unfortunately starting to enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it would happen. Uh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I was so determined. There are still so many problems I have with it, but I'm definitely like... It's absolutely, I'm going to not ever not talk about this, but it's totally the fan fiction energy of just like, I read a sentence and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, <laughs> oh my God, did you just say that? Oh my God, did you just do that? Oh my God, oh my God, I'm fanning myself. Yes, but then there are other things that are just like, ugh, like yeah. I cannot believe that that was written down in a book that's published. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely had that. You've got a range of emotions. Yeah, I've, I definitely experienced the full range of the human emotions reading these two chapters. Um, I, yeah, I admit, I found myself being like, oh my god, Edward's so hot. Again, I'm like... <laughs> Girl, it's been 10 years and you're still falling for this stupid <laughs> like, ass vampire. It. But I, I know, there's I'm definitely like, a lot more that I'm like, this is stupid. This is stupid. This is also stupid. Yeah. It's really funny. I'm like, Cameron, you have a boyfriend. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's okay. Edward's not real. So you can fantasize whatever true. you want about him because it's not going to come true. Facts. All right. Let's start from the top. So chapter five, uh, as I think I hyped you up a bit, is called blood type oh my goodness so much happened in this chapter i know (laughs) (laughs) so off the bat mike is upset at bella he's really salty because (laughs) i guess because she turned him down so he's sitting across like he's sitting away from her which is the most high school thing Mm -hmm. for anyone to ever do it's like oh i'm mad at you but i'm not gonna tell you and i'm just gonna change my seat to make a point yeah and she's like oh you know oh here's what we didn't talk about before is again he's uh talking about this beach trip that he keeps bringing up yes which has been brought up before and the whole time i had actually been thinking like every time he mentioned the beach trip again i'm like but isn't it like cold there still I why are you trying to plan to, for the beach? Like he's just waiting for a sunny day to go, and I'm like, how about you wait for the summer? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't get his obsession with it. Me neither. I think it's just like maybe they don't. Maybe beach days are so rare that he's just eager to have it start, even though it's like I think March. <laughs> yeah, because they mention I think later on like what the temperature has been averaging, and I'm like, that's not a beach day, like. I, I live in yeah, I live in she, Canada and we still wait for the summer to go to the beach. Like we don't try to right. go in March. We're not stupid. I mean, yeah, she says it would still only be in the high forties if they were lucky. I mean it talks later about how yeah. it was eventually in the sixties, I think, but still like That's not why warm. is he expecting to go when it's been forties yeah. forever? But anyway, so here's where the first thing that made me laugh is moving on in this chapter is <laughs> that She's frightened to go to the cafeteria, 
And as soon as she looks around, realizes that the table's empty, and once again, she loses her appetite completely, and she just gets Which a drink. Which is so, it's so funny, because she was really upset when she saw him in the cafeteria, like, a couple of chapters ago, so much so that she lost her appetite. Yeah. And now she's upset when she thinks he isn't. I know. Which is like, <laughs> pick your battles. Pick which. Pick your side and stick to it. Stop. Like, <laughs> like it's I remember a being a teenager and I don't think there was ever such a range of like, oh, now I can't eat. Nope, now I still can't eat. Like, right? I don't know. I mean, if anything, I mean, this is just how I cope. But like, if I'm nervous, I'm going to eat food. Yeah. I'm going to shovel food in my mouth. Like, that's how I cope. <laughs> it was really funny. But it's so funny because she goes from, like, she says um, that she was crushed and she wanted no- nothing more to go, but to go sit down and sulk. But then immediately oh later, Jess goes, Edward Cullen is staring at you. And it's like, never mind. I'm good. Where is he? What? And she's totally fine. Uh, um, It's so, it's also, he's winking at her, which is the weirdest <laughs> You know what? He winks at her. I just, I just, I thought he was supposed to be way more stoic than this. I didn't know he was so cheeky. Like, I totally thought he was supposed to be this, like, really stoic, handsome, perfect guy and was super serious all the time. That's one thing I totally didn't expect in the books was that he would actually have, like, a personality and be funny. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, loving again. I'm like, okay, like, I didn't just fall for him because he was, like, pretty. Like, it's like, this is funny. Like, he's a sarcastic, like little shit <laughs> basically <laughs> he's so charming he's cocky like yeah. that's what the the crooked his index finger like come join me and then the wink it's like you cocky bastard i love you <laughs> i know it's i can absolutely believe like i can imagine how she felt when she did that like it, like i think i just read that and my stomach dropped mm-hmm. i was like oh my god it's terrifying <laughs> yep but yeah, and then he just, mm-hmm. he's over his, I you know, his, what did she accuse him of? Multiple personality disorder. And now he's inviting oh her to sit with him. Which, you know, that's yep. how you know that the plot is starting. Because now they're talking to each other. Yeah, so this whole interaction is, she goes and sits with him. And it's like immediately so much sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Just forever. Like, it doesn't stop. <laughs> Well, that's what I felt when I was reading it. I was like, okay, but, like, you're sitting across from a pretty guy who is mysterious and is definitely keeping secrets, and you're in a small town with probably nothing better to do. So, like, I get the whole thing is very much like, oh, my God, is this happening to me? What's he going to say next? Ooh, his eyes are so pretty. Like, I get it. (laughs) Like, he keeps speaking in, like, code, basically, like, what does he say? I, Which is I'm so tired weird. of sta- trying to stay away from you, so I'm giving up. Yep, giving up, trying to be good. I'm just going to do what I want now. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's, and it definitely, like, that mixed with the point that he's sitting away from his siblings, it definitely seems like he's going against what they might want or what he's expected to do. Um, I mean, we've talked before about, like, the idea of, like, they seem to stay away from everybody else because clearly they're so they're like trying to distance themselves to keep it like safer and not reveal their identities but it seems like he's he's, now defying that he's really hooked on bella i know why (laughs) (laughs) why though for real (laughs) it's a good question i'm just saying 
But yeah, so he says, like, again, like, I'm not a good friend for you. I'm not good for you. I'm not a good person. Uh, I'm, like, he says that, you know, if you're smart, you'll avoid me. And she's like, so you're calling me dumb? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's, it's weird because he's like, let's be friends. But I'm terrible. Yeah, (laughs) he goes, I don't care anymore. I'm going to be your friend, but you shouldn't be my friend. So it's like, what is a girl going to do? Like, you're not going to be like, well, he said stay away. But, you know, he's also really hot, and I'm really interested in him. So, uh, yeah, I will stay away. Thanks for the warning, Edward. Nice nice talking to you. See you never. Yeah. Also, also, like, we'll get to this a little bit more when she realizes that he's dangerous. And, like, how did you not... Are you that stupid? He's been telling you that the whole time. Like, I get that it was, like, more subtle. Yeah. But, like, the way it describes her realizing that, I'm just like, are you, are you kidding me? Because I guess he never really... <laughs> He never really comes straight out and says, I'm dangerous to be around. He just says, we shouldn't be friends. No, you really don't want right, to be friends that's with fair. me. Which is kind of like just a weird thing to say. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the best thing is when he says like, oh, like, can you tell me like what you're, what you think I am? Like, what are your theories? And she thinks oh my God. Bruce Wayne, Peter Parker. <laughs> and I'm like, right. nice pop culture references. Yes, it's so funny, too, because she's, like, she's, like, I'm trying to figure out what you are, and it's clearly, like, she's being, it is truthful, but it's also, like, she knows it's funny and, like, kind of embarrassing, yeah. but he's, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, <laughs> like, he, he, like his, his jaw tightened, but he kept his yeah. smile in place with some effort. It's, like, he's clearly, like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> it's, it's fun, though, because it's, like, what did you think she was going to do? Like, you did act, pr- like, inhumanly around her. Like, the van rescue. But he saved her life. Yeah. What else was he supposed to do? Huh. I just mean, like, you know, he's... They're dancing around it because he's saying, like, oh, yeah. you know... he's First he's saying, like, oh, don't tell anybody. Like, no one will believe you. You didn't see anything happen. And now he's jumped to, so what do you think I am anyway? <laughs> like... <laughs> They're both just not, like, acknowledging but not acknowledging the fact that he is something else at this point, which I Mm -hmm. think is kind of entertaining because they're not, like, pretending anymore that, like, he's just a normal person. He's just like, tell me what your guesses are. I want to see what you think. Yeah, he's like, this is funny to me that you don't know Everything is funny to this guy. I swear to God, all he does is snicker. For some reason. Truly. He's like... And then she heard a chuckle, and it's every five pages, yeah. not even, every two. <laughs> Did you enjoy the part where he said he found it really frustrating to not know what she's thinking? Okay, yes. This, listen, <laughs> big brain, this is why I'm like, do they read minds? And can he not read hers for some reason? Because it, se- it seems like he genuinely knows what everyone's thinking, because he knew about, like, when she was fending off all the guys, it seems like... I mean, he heard the some of the interactions, but he also seemed to be able to tell what she was thinking because he was laughing mm-hmm. maybe about that as well. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he also can't... I don't know. Or maybe she, he thought he knew what the guys were thinking. I don't know. But it's like, if that's true, then clearly he can't read her mind for some reason or it's harder to read well because he does he does really say like most people are easy to read and she says except for me and he goes yes except for you i wonder why that is so like even there he's pretty much admitting that like whatever thing he has going on it's not working with her but he does he is still able to somewhat suss her out yeah he so he does this smolder 
right? Oh my god, I know. The smolder. <laughs> um, and he goes, please. <laughs> um, and she and she talks about how her mind goes totally blank mm-hmm. and her she's unable to stop herself from telling the truth. And this also happens a little bit earlier. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, I think she just thinks it's like he's so beautiful, he's very convincing and charming, which is possible, but I think that there's maybe with these vampires it's some sort of like they can coerce people with their brain mm-hmm. and their uh smolders, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you've said before that like you've never really been into any vampire lore at all, but like this is a thing that's like seen with like Dracula, it's been seen in like other um like vampire based universes where like they have some ability to like either it's like compelling them so i i think it's it's mm-hmm. interesting that you're it happens up in the sims too. 4 yeah. when you become a vampire it does happen Listen, in the sims you become 4 a vampire and you can compel someone to let you drink their blood this is the same thing. Um, I get all of my vampire lore from Sims 4 and Sims 3, and that's it. Honestly, you're valid. Uh, I respect that. Thank you. They have good vampire <laughs> lore. So yeah, she he he compels her, if you, if you will, uh, to finally confess just one theory. And of course she goes, radioactive spider. Like, I get the reference, but at the same time, come on. He's not slinging webs here. Are you seeing him climbing up walls? <laughs> Well, not yet. He isn't. That's true. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, this is when she realizes that he he's dangerous, and she's like, "Oh shit, I didn't think about that." <laughs> and he's okay, like, "Okay, we yeah. need to circle back for two seconds mm-hmm. because there's one sentence that I'm so mad about." Okay. <sighs> okay. He asks her if she's hungry, and she says no. And it says, and I quote, "I didn't feel like mentioning that my stomach was already full." M dash of butterflies oh my god (laughs) it's so bad this is this is not even a critical thing i'm just really mad about how terrible that sentence is oh i had the same reaction when i read that i was like cam's gonna hate this sentence i'm really glad you brought it up because as soon as i read that i was like she hates this you can just say that without the m dash i get what she's trying to do but it just makes it even more cringy yeah stephanie it's just a bit awkward so Yeah, she says she doesn't believe that he's bad, which I get, because he saved her life. Like, how bad could he actually be? He hasn't hurt her in any way. He's, he saved her, and then I guess he ignored her for, like, a month, but other than that... Yeah, technically, that's not dangerous. That's clearly, like, good, but then, like, just mixed signals. Mm -hmm. So I get what she means. So here's where it's good, here's where it gets good. We're going to be late to class, and he says, I'm ditching. It's healthy to ditch once in a while, which, ooh, bad boy Edward, like, cutting class. I know. I was just like, wow, what a baddie. I was pretty excited for him. I mean, it seems like he doesn't really care that much about school, and he seems to already know everything. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I mean, we talked Um, earlier about what his age might be, so obviously he's done this a few times. A few. But yeah, so she goes to to, uh, biology, and this is insane, I cannot believe that this teacher did not give them a warning. Oh, yeah. That they're just like, okay, today it's blood typing. We're going to prick your fingers and you're going to bleed onto this thing. Okay, but he doesn't even say that it's blood typing. He says, hey, guys, take these things Mm -hmm. and then get this. Prick your finger as as he's doing it to Mike's hand. Like, Mike did not have a choice in this. I hope he's over 18 because he did not give him a chance to... uh, 
fill out a slip. Oh, well, that's the thing. And he's just, I've, like, not even explaining. I and he's just like, this, hey, um, we're going to do this. And I saw the permission slip thing. I was like, how does this make any sense? They're already in class and they're doing it. Like, they can't get the permission slips signed. But then I realized he's only passing out the permission slips as an encouragement for them to go to the blood drive that's happening. It has nothing to do with the class itself. Oh. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. it's Because he talks about, like, oh, I thought since there's a blood drive coming up, it would be fun for everybody oh to learn God. their blood types. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I get it now. But, but I'm still, still no mad that he did not, he didn't even say that we're drawing blood or doing blood types or anything. He just said, hey, look at these weird things and give me your hand. I'm going to stab you really quick. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's a legitimate, that is like, totally not a good enough warning thing where people do faint at blood and they should be given warning to be like, hey, if anybody's not comfortable with this, you should step outside for this class. But yeah. as we see what happens, Bella immediately on sight of blood is like, oh, fuck. And then like, just which is immediate the funniest thing i laughed out loud that this is a va- book about vampires and she faints at blood the it irony is, i think this is genuinely an incredible move on stephanie meyer's part like <laughs> this is so funny it's really like, having, good too because... having it be a book literally about vampires and having the main character be afraid of blood i think that's so funny it's really good and the best part too is so she faints and then um mr banner the biology teacher asks mike to help like bella go to the nurse's nurse's office and of course on the way they run into none other than edward cullen himself and the whole time he's (laughs) laughing at her too (laughs) (laughs) it's because he clearly is like this is the irony hilarious because it and it is such incredible dramatic irony throughout the whole thing too because i mean i don't know how much people knew when they were reading the books at first if they knew it was going to be a vampire novel but like me reading it now and you reading it now it's absolutely like the classic the reader knows something that the character doesn't and it's just like yeah this he's laughing because he knows that he is a vampire and she doesn't know but she's oh it's just so good it's so it makes good. me it makes me laugh. <laughs> also, I, I did know that he was going to be a vampire coming into this because on the back cover of the book, the, the physical copy of the book, which I did have and I have in front of me now, the little right. blurb at the back says about three things. I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. So like right off the bat, you know what you're getting into. <laughs> Giving it away. <laughs> Fair enough. So this is where I had a brain blast. Okay. And I was like... Oh my god, this is why he ditched class. Because yeah. the blood would yeah. be distracting. <laughs> uh, and I was I thought I was the smartest person ever for discovering this. I know it's obvious, but it was just like No, it's good. Of course. Because even me reading this again, because it's been years since I last picked this up, I was like, Oh, he skipped class, like that's weird. And then the blood thing happened. I was like, oh, he did it on purpose, right? Because he's a vampire, <laughs> blood typing, bad. I was like, yes, but how do you think that, makes... that uh, he knew that it was going to be blood typing when nobody else knew? <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> if, if he... Wait, this is so weird. Wait, hold on. What? Because if he knew, then Bella would have known and Bella wouldn't have been in that class. Ugh, this book. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so he picks her up. Oh, my God. I know. Which is... This is when I was just like... That was a swoon moment. I 
Yes, totally. It really was. As as he's like making fun of her. I know. And taking her to the nurse's office. He's like, you look terrible. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it is so good. It's not the trope of like, I'm it's your so knight cute. in shining armor. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. He, he picks her up and goes, you look terrible. <laughs> and then laughs at her. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's totally that perfect mix of both, where it's just like that like, joking, he's helping her out, making fun of, but he's gonna take the piss out of her in the, at the same time. Yes. Also, she mentions that she only weighs one hundred and ten pounds. Yep. which Girl. Yeah. What? It's totally. It's so. It's so two thousand five. Really the is. author just being like, well, everyone needs to know that she's skinny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I'm joking about it, but it also sucks. I'm like, why did you yeah. have to just make this ag- really aggressive point that your cute little nerdy, mm-hmm. like, not like other girls girl is also, like, 110 Skinny. pounds. Yeah. like Which is, like, you tried to make her so different and, like, relatable because she's clumsy and stuff, and then you narrow her down to this very small group of people. Well, yeah, because the it, thing it, is, that as much as she talks about how she's, like, so pale or whatever... She still fits into basically like your standard pretty girl mold. It really just hammered that home when it's like, he lifted my entire 110 pound frame self. And it's like, okay, <sighs> do you really need to put a number on it? It's like, like all right. Next, we're going to be reading about her 34B breast size. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and my small perky tits. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so I just, she also could have been my small frame, mm-hmm. or like, it was as if I weighed much less than my small frame. So, like, she yeah. or, or she could have done, like, as if I were much lighter. Like, yeah. the fact that she uses the word weigh, yeah. weighed, and then goes by specific pounds is just, ugh, so uncomfy. Yeah, nobody, like, people aren't a measurement, and I, I don't, it's not a good descriptor to just say, this person weighed 110 pounds. This person, again, yeah. with... 34B cup size. Like, what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but okay. continuing Moving on. on. That. <laughs> oh, there's a good line here because now they're basically conspiring against Mike, uh, making fun of the fact that Mike <laughs> is jealous. And Edward goes, he absolutely loathes me, Edward said cheerfully. <laughs> like, he's having the oh, time God. of his he's... life right now. He absolutely loves it. It's so funny. So he so he gets her out of the rest of school. Yeah. And gets himself out of the rest of school so that he can drive her home. And then she doesn't expect that he's gonna actually drive her home, which is like I get it, but she's also so mean and like re- aggressively insistent upon not wanting him to drive her, and I don't get why. Okay, but see for me I read this as he's so aggressively insistent that he does drive her, and I'm like can you calm down, sir? Okay, that's true. I think it goes. I think it goes both ways. Like, cause that's... from her perspective, I get where she why she's like, no, like I feel fine now. I'm I can drive home. Like it's not like it's a far drive. This is a small town. Um, but like he gra- yeah, but he's also, I think he's also, like just trying to be nice, and like yeah, I do get that she has the right to say no though. So I think I do see what you mean. Well, cause but it's, it, not it's just that weird. He, it's I don't not know. that. Um, like she, you know, it's not that she says no, like, and he's just trying to be nice. It's more the way he goes about it because then he grabs her jacket by the fistful oh, right. and drags her <laughs> to the car. And I'm like, okay, this has gone past just really, you know, looking out for your safety yeah. and gone full into like controlling boyfriend stereotype territory. 
And yeah, it that bothered is me. Because, like, yeah. I get that um, he is genuinely, like, concerned about her safety. Like, he's like, you just fainted. Like, I don't want you to drive yourself. Because what if something comes over you again? Like, what if you're not, you know, able to pay attention to the road as clearly? Like, there's a lot of things that can happen. And if someone has just passed out, like, usually they don't drive themselves somewhere immediately after. So I get that. But the way he goes about it, instead of, like, just stating, oh, you know, I just, I'm worried that something could happen to you just because you just fainted, he grabs her jacket and pulls her to the car. And then he says, get in. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just says your condition. He doesn't explain all these other things. So he's clearly, you know... Not the best at communicating here. But, to be fair, also, neither is she necessarily. I neither guess. of them are ever. They're teenagers. Sure. <laughs> it's just weird. Um, I want to. I do want to circle back just really quick to uh-huh. note on where he... She mentions that she can smell the blood. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, people can't smell blood. And she's like, well, I can. <laughs> It smells like rust and salt. And then he is so confused. Yeah. Because I think he can definitely smell the blood. Uh Uh-huh. Like, obviously, because he... Oh, yeah, because there was that point where he... Like, another person Mm -hmm. with blood on them... They were coming in, and immediately he said, Bella, you need to leave now. Like, he didn't even see that there was blood there. He just went, nope, we need to get out. So, obviously, he knew that the person was bleeding. And that he could not be around that. Yep. So, it's interesting that he... That... Bella can smell blood. And this tied to win with the fact that, you know, he can't read her her as well. Yeah. He can't read her mind as well. Yeah. And she's, like, different for some reason. I don't know exactly what's happening. Well, that's the thing. I'm it's confused. An, it's an unfathomable expression. He's just kind of... Mm-hmm. It's definitely a blank stare that I'm getting a what the fuck is happening type of question <laughs> coming from his face, where he's just like, what what is my life right now? What is going on? <laughs> Yeah, so that's definitely something where he's genuinely confused and not just, like, yeah. making fun of her. <laughs> yeah. So then they get in the car, and, oh my goodness, <laughs> he's playing Debussy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and I got so excited <laughs> because we talked in the last, or one of the last episodes about... What CD um, he'd he be knew, playing like, in his car. <laughs> right and like what the cds oh my god (laughs) and it it was i cannot believe that it just happened to be here oh yeah i i had to hold that in i was like i mean claire de lune does come up but i'll wait i know uh and claire de lune is like the most classic idea like debussy and specifically that piece is just like yeah okay yeah a vampire in 2005 would listen to that Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's funny too because I feel like it um poses that again as Bella is like not like other girls because he goes, You know WC? And she goes, Well, I only know my favorites and he's like, Yeah, it's one of my favorites too. Wow, they're made for each other. They both like the same one song. Yeah. <laughs> and then he asks how old she is as well, which is weird. Yeah. Like it's this is where it's getting kinda creepy. <laughs> Cause it's like I know he's hundreds of years. Er, I don't know, but I suspect that he's hundreds of years old. No, he was made he's a vampire like three years ago. <laughs> that's that is my favorite alternate theory. Oh, that's so funny. Um, but so he's clearly super old, and I'm realizing that she's seventeen, 
like actually 17 and i'm like is this is this like really predatory like i mean (laughs) i don't know that's a good question because if indeed he is a teenager when he gets turned and is frozen that way forever do you ever um mature out of that age like mindset because at the same time like there's like Maybe you're done growing, but, like, the brain is still developing, but does it stop developing? Or do, or do they just develop way slower, and maybe eventually he'll look slightly older and his brain will mature, but that takes a lot longer for them because they grow so slowly and age so slowly or not at all? It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of like, nah, vampire logic. <laughs> I do think it's ironic, though, that he's the one asking her how old she is when it's like, He's the vampire. Everybody knows you ask the vampire how old they are. But yeah, so we get confirmation that she is 17. um, Because I remember we talked about that. And I was like, I think she's 17, but yes, maybe. So yeah, Mm -hmm. she's 17. And again, it's the whole thing of like, oh, you know, she's always been the parent to her own mom. And her mom is young at heart. And her mom remarried a guy that's much younger than her. So, you know, Bella had to come to Forks. Poor girl thing yeah and then he is again questioning her he's like would she extend the same courtesy to you mm-hmm. which is kind of a you know deep what question it's, it's, it's valid. a good point it's a good point like it's kind of savage but it's also a really good point <laughs> then she tries to ask about him for once because both this chapter and the other one where he sat in biology asking her all those questions She's never actually mm-hmm. returned the same line of questioning. He just, like, interrogates her, gets an answer, continues asking, and she doesn't know anything about him. So I'm glad that she actually finally said, like, hey, can you tell me about your family? And, yes, of course, we too. get that classic answer of, they died many years ago. <laughs> how many years ago, I wonder? Yeah, I know. I'm just like, okay, but how many years ago? Yeah. And were they humans, or were they also vampires? <laughs> yeah, and then she stri- tries to ask about his brother and sister, and he just points out that, yeah, they're going to be pissed if I don't come back to pick them up, so are we done here? <laughs> Which is oh. so good. Oof. Big oof. And, okay, this is fun. He mentions, so she's going to the beach on the weekend, and he says he can't come, and he is going to Goat Rocks Wilderness with Emmett and they're going to be hiking and then he says don't fall into an ocean because you're so clumsy (laughs) (laughs) ah ha ha she's just so quirky yeah so yeah And so that's pretty much the end of chapter five yeah I think I probably enjoyed this chapter the most so far out of the ones I've read because it was definitely like the comedy and the irony of the blood typing Mm -hmm. and her fainting and you got a lot more insight into edward and the things that vampires do and what's up with that and his family um and then there's also just a lot of cute like i know weird moments with them that i really enjoyed just really good chapter all around that's why i was so excited for you to read that one because that's when you actually start going Okay, maybe I kind of like this Edward Cullen guy. <laughs> so, chapter six is Scary Stories. Uh, killing it with the chapter titles, as usual. And Could she just not have done any titles? That would have been fine. Yeah. 
So immediately I'm rolling my eyes because the first line is that Bella's trying to concentrate on reading Macbeth. Ugh. Oh and my I'm god, like, yeah, I literally, my ugh. first my first note for this chapter was, ugh, high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if anything interesting happens in Act 3 of Macbeth that's relevant. Mm. I don't trust that <laughs> it actually does, but I'm just curious because it would be a fun. Oh yeah, like. specifically Act 3. Yeah, if she's reading Act hmm. 3 and there's something in Act 3 that like foreshadows what happens next in the book. Eh, probably not. I, I can look at it in that... more detail later. Maybe I'll bring up an update of that. If I look through it. Yeah. We could always throw in an edit later. Yes. My, my thought and my assumption is that it doesn't mean anything because she basically just has Bella name dropping like classical works of like, you know, plays and fiction uh, just because, right. you know, she's the quirky girl who likes to read old books <laughs> and classic literature. So I feel like that's all but it is. But isn't like Wuthering, isn't Wuthering Heights about, aren't there ghosts in that? Whatever. I don't know. I never read it. I've never read it Moving either. <laughs> Uh, moving on. So she's uh, at school. Edward's not there this time because he said he was skipping on Friday. And even though she knew he wasn't going to be there, she still hoped. Ugh. Yeah, she's fallen. Just accept it. Like, I get it, though, because when I was crushing really hard on somebody at school and, like, they were sick one day or something, it's like, oh, I've been looking forward to seeing them in this class, like, all week. And now they're not here. Or like, yes. you know. Throughout this whole thing, she mentions that throughout this whole chapter when she's doing stuff with her friends, she's like thinking about what he, maybe he's doing yeah. or she's sad that he's not there. And this is such a high school crush thing. And I totally get it. I do Because when I was reading this, I was like, oh yeah, I've totally like, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, been out with friends and just like totally not paying attention <laughs> and just being like, hmm, what's my boyfriend doing? Like, yeah. Or, like, what's my crush doing? Yeah, um, and, like, you're just, like, ugh. eagerly awaiting when you can finally go home and, like, text them or something. Yeah. Right. I get it. <laughs> so, she goes back home. Class literally lasted, like, her school day lasted about a page this time instead of getting through the whole thing. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, thank God. Oh, and then and then we get this fascinating conversation yes. with Charlie. Where she asks about goat rocks, um, because she's a nosy bitch. <laughs> no, but probably just because she's just curious, but also, yeah. And she says that people were talking about camping, and he says, he seems really surprised by that. He says it's not a good place for camping. Most people only go there during the hunting season. Yes. Which is <laughs> so funny. So I'm totally like, oh, so he's he's out there hunting for question like human question animals? mark question mark question mark question, question mark? mark yeah. My theory is animals because of the story that we hear later, but we'll get to that because yeah. you know it's kind of a bit obvious. It's a bit on the nose. <laughs> anyway, it's it's okay. I I think it's allowed to be on the nose. Like we're here for romance, not for mm-hmm. not for mystery, right? Not for mystery and intrigue, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, she pulls up. The crew's all here. Uh, there's some new characters that we've never seen named before. There's a guy named Ben and someone named Connor. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know who these yeah. people are. And like, Lee and Samantha are also there. Yep, Great. don't know who they are. <laughs> Uh, and Mike is just being a sweet puppy dog again, like, oh, do you want to ride with me? Oh, like, you should come with me. Did you invite anybody else? Like, jealousy creeping in, and she just goes, 
uh yes nope nope definitely didn't (laughs) uh and i feel so bad for jessica in this moment because bella clearly isn't interested like she's made Mm. that quite clear and they can still be friends and that's fine but mike is only giving her attention and jess is right there they're supposed to be going to a dance together Mm -hmm. and he's completely ignoring her and bella has to make sure that jess can sit in the front with them like, he's not even trying. And I briefly so got... basically, men are trash. I briefly got annoyed at this because, you know, she has a line about, like, trying to big, make both Mike and Jessica happy at the same time, which is hard to do because Mike likes her, but Jessica likes Mike. She doesn't like anyone except for Edward. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's perfect face. And Jessica keeps, like, glaring at her, and she gets mad every time that Mike shows her attention. And I'm, like, getting mad because I'm, like well, you know, Jessica, you should get mad at Mike. Like, it's not Bella's fault. Like, she's not leading him, mm-hmm. on, him on in any way. But then I turned on my 17-year-old brain and I went, yeah, but girls are really stupid and catty in high school, so I'd probably be mad at the girl, too. Yeah, and there's this, you know, just misogynistic concept that it's always the girl's fault no matter what. It is. <laughs> so yeah. that sucks, but it also, like, I can see... As you a 17-year-old, not knowing Just gotta hope that Jessica will unlearn it as she gets older. You know, she's 17. I believe in her. I believe in her, too. So, they go to La Push, and uh, basically they say it's, like, 60 degrees, and I'm like, wow. Not a hot day, but apparently it's <laughs> beach day. Everyone's talking. Bella's supremely uninterested by basically <laughs> everything going on. Uh... They have a fire. Uh, eventually, um, they go on a hike. Uh, again, Mike is very much like, oh, Bella's coming! Bella's coming! Which is, yes. he's a golden retriever. This boy is a golden retriever. Yes, and this description of the light in the forest was really nice. I was surprised. Yeah? Um, yeah, it was, like, almost good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the green light of the forest was strangely at odds with the adolescent laughter too murky and ominous to be in harmony with the light banter around me i had to watch each step i took carefully avoiding roots below and branches above i soon fell behind eventually i broke through the emerald confines of the forest and found the rocky shore again like it's really like evocative yeah good job stephanie myers you you did something right here with (laughs) description for once. And the best part here is she's cautious not to lean too far over the ocean ponds because <laughs> don't fall into the ocean. Because in case you forgot, she's clumsy. <laughs> it's really funny too because she does have a flashback too where she remembers falling in the ocean tides <laughs> when she was seven. <laughs> oh my god. It's so good. Yeah. So they do that. They go back. And then when they get back, they're a bunch of new people. It's the natives from the reserve. Right. So, and we find out that, you know, one of them looks at her, in, like, very interested. And we find out that his name is Jacob. Jacob's here now, baby. Let's go. <laughs> it's sure We're getting boy. into it. And I was surprised. I was like, wait. Jacob is Native American. He's been an indigenous person this entire time. Uh-huh. And they cast Taylor Lautner? Yeah. Taylor Lautner's white, right? Um, that's a good question. I feel like he's mixed. I'm pretty sure he's mixed. 
Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, if he is, then it's fine. But if he's not, then I'm a bit concerned because I did not know that was even a part of well, what I do this character's identity. Is that they cast the rest of the, um, what's it called? The boys, like, they were all actually natives, the rest of the actors. Um, so, like, I guess at least they did that. Okay. Okay. It says, Google says... He was raised as a Catholic, has Austrian, Dutch, English, French, German, Irish, and Swiss ancestry, and has stated that he has distant Native American ancestry through his mother. That's a little sus. Yeah, that's, that's really sus. When people oh, no. list off, like, 17 white countries as their background, yeah, and they, they go, like, no, but I'm a little bit Native on my mom's side somewhere. Yeah. Back there. I'm super European, but also I swear, just like this little bit. Yeah, so that's a bit sus. Um, so that's, I mean, we'll get to that with the movie, I guess. But for now, I'm just, I'm glad that, like, not everyone's just white in this story. Because, I mean, that's kind of what I was just assuming it was. Um, so it's cool that the people are clearly not white. Although it is interesting that the group that's not white is werewolves. Yeah. Which is like a creature. Yeah. So that's another gross yeah. thing we can stew over. <laughs> well, I mean, also the fact that she, like, based, like, the Quileutes are a real tribe that live in that area. And oh, she just goodness. took their story and said, no, they're werewolves. <sighs> so, oh, no. mm, yeah. White lady yeah. took the, the, the native story and made them werewolves. And, like, spun it for her own uses. Profit? Ew. Okay. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yep. So that's definitely something we're going to have to mull over for yeah, a bit. Yeah, definitely something to keep in mind. But I think we can still appreciate the fact that Jacob is a beautiful Native American boy with, uh, he's apparently very handsome. Uh, his yeah. skin was beautiful, silky, and russet colored. His eyes were dark, set deep above the high planes of his cheekbones. We love a good cheekbone. We love that for him. But I didn't realize how much younger he is than her. Yeah. Because he mentions that he's 15. Mm -hmm. And I did not realize he was this young. Yep. I, like, it's not that big of a difference necessarily. But I just thought they were all the same age. And I was really shocked to find out that he was way younger than her. Yeah, that's fair. Like, he would be, like, a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah. Whereas she's a junior or a senior, so... It's not a huge difference, but I just didn't know. Yeah, I get the impression that he is a freshman and she... Well, she says she's a junior. So, yeah, it's like two right. years. Which is not huge, but when you're in high school, like, the idea of being in grade 11 and associating with someone in grade 9 is like, ew. <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's like, ugh, gross. So A child. <laughs> Here's what's funny is so we talked about in the very first episode how Bella just immediately doesn't like anybody like every person she meets is like ew he's the chess club boy oh he's overly eager I don't remember this girl's name but Jacob Jacob she finds easy to talk to and laughs at his jokes and makes perfectly fine conversation I just love yeah that. this is yeah I think it's super sweet and clearly it's partly because they know each other somewhat from childhood or like they have this connection already so clearly she's a little bit more comfortable with him because of that 
but yeah, it is interesting that she is able to talk to him when she is literally not able to talk to anyone, (laughs) really. I think, like, she talks to him way easier than she even talks to Edward at this point. Yeah. And to her friends. Which I find... just met this guy. Very interesting to read, because I guess for me, like, I immediately like Jacob, too. Like, they're making jokes about how old her truck is and how he was trying to fix it up, Mm -hmm. but he really wanted to, like, build a new car, so he's happy that she took it off their hands because he was going to be stuck with it. And... You know, she keeps saying his smile is brilliant, like he's so pretty, and fucking Lauren steps in. Why is there always got to be a bitchy, bitchy Ugh. white girl, bitchy blonde girl? Okay, listen, uh, uh, I hate this. I hate this. I get it, but it's like I just hate this villainizing. Yeah, vi- vi- villainizing of like teen girls. Mm-hmm. That is perpetuated really often in stories that are written by women. And Ugh, the thing is, it makes me so mad. Is because of her like four lines of dialogue like even in just in this chapter in fan fiction too lauren was villainized worse than she was in the book like if there everyone oh ever goodness. wanted to write like a teen drama like you know based fan fiction of twilight mm-hmm. lauren was always the bad guy every single time like she was the bully wow. she was this and it's like she's actually not that significant a character in the book overall but she said, like, three <laughs> things that were a bit bitchy towards Bella, so now she's a villain. Ugh. So, anyway. High school. <laughs> yeah, they start talking about the Cullens, and you get that real subtle, the Cullens don't come here. <laughs> so creepy. Oh, my goodness. It's, this totally was, like, my head snapped up, you know? Oh, I was, yeah. ah, this is interesting. Well, because you and know I, about, And, of course, like, that I'm making all the connections mm-hmm. that this is why, maybe part of why Edward didn't want to come mm-hmm. to the beach, um, and all these different things. So, the really unfortunate thing is that in the next few pages, you know, since the Cullens were brought up, and Bella, of course, immediately noticed that ominous, they don't come here thing, and she's obviously thinking back, like, oh, Edward said, as soon as he found out it was LaPush, he said, no, I, I can't come. Um, so she wants to find out what the deal is. So instead of just, like, being friendly towards him, she's like, I'm going to try and flirt with him to make him think that I like him, so he'll tell me more things. Which is wild, for multiple reasons. I mean, first of all, like, coursing information out of someone is weird and creepy but also because she thinks she's so awkward and clumsy yeah and unlikable yeah and the whole so i just don't the whole get time why she's, she's doing like, it she's like he fell for my awkward fumblings oh i did a weird thing but he fell for it and even with my awkward flirting he still smiled at me like the whole time she's like i'm bad at this i'm really bad at this but i'm gonna keep going mm-hmm. even though i'm so bad at this and like I don't. And if she thinks she's so bad at it, why didn't she? Why did she have that idea in the first yeah. place? She could have just been nice. Yeah. He's clearly not very good at keeping information, <laughs> so I think she could have just asked normally without having to flirt. And like I don't care necessarily the fact that she's like manipulating him. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a Slytherin, but <laughs> uh, but it's more just the fact that like this you know it's really the fact that she says like oh like i'm not good at flirting like nobody likes me and she's like i'm gonna flirt with him and i just feel bad because (laughs) he's younger than her like obviously he's a nice guy and look now we're gonna get suitor number four on our list of guys chasing after her 
You didn't have to do this mm-hmm. to yourself, Bella. You already have three guys that you have to keep turning down. Why are you adding a fourth oh, one? That's so true. Yeah, I don't know why she's doing that to herself when she's clearly so irritated about the other ones. Yeah, it was, a, it was a mistake. Because even... So, I guess we'll get to um, the story. So, she wants to find out, you know, why, why don't the Collins come here? And he says he's not supposed to say anything. And then here's the chapter title spoken in the writing. Do you like scary stories? He asked ominously. Classic. Uh, Classic. So, Gotta get that name drop in there. Yeah. So he, he talks about um, the stories of the cold ones. How do you feel about the cold ones? So subtle. <laughs> I had to laugh at this just because I immediately thought of like the meme cracking open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, and it's just Edward's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he describes their legends. It totally made me uncomfortable because this story is clearly like appropriating actual native american mm-hmm. legend yep um so that's pretty yikes but in this story i suppose it's 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 still kind of rough i don't really know exactly how to go about it yeah i guess like within the context of the story you have to say okay so you know even though we know this is not a fictional tribe like these are real people um but let's imagine a scenario where there are legends of vampires that have dated back for generations. Uh, what would that look like? What would mm-hmm. that sound like? And I think the premise of that is interesting. Um, like the premise that, you know, there is, you know, a tribe somewhere that's interacted with the vampires before they've told stories of them and they like recognize this clan as being like the same one. So I think the premise is interesting. Um, if it had been done maybe a bit differently or, I don't know. I don't know. Really, I don't really know how you solve this. I do. I just like the premise of the fact that there's like legends been told, and passed down. That's yeah. Fun. It that is that is definitely interesting about yeah. So what did you think about that? <laughs> I was mad because it was really obvious, <laughs> but I get that. Like you said, this is not really about the mystery. We're really getting down to it. My biggest surprise about this whole story is that Jacob literally says. That there were werewolves, and he literally says that the cold ones, first of all, that the ones from before are the same ones as now, and that they are the Cullens, and that they're vampires. He just lays all that out. <laughs> and and it is ridiculous that maybe, I guess, she's trying to hide it, but it does not once in her internal monologue describe that she's like, oh shit like like it talks about her trying to control her expression and sort of zoning out but there's no internal monologue in her being like what the fuck is he actually a vampire is this a story what is this but it makes sense and there's no there's nothing of her putting together the pieces i didn't think she was that dumb like you'd think she'd be able to put that together i think this is why isn't she yeah this is one aspect where weirdly like she really fails in like the first person perspective narrative because we should be mm-hmm. able to get all those thoughts as they're happening because it's first person we're inside Bella's head but she's all no thoughts head empty <laughs> so <laughs> yes and I and I think 
even though obviously the mystery isn't super important, I think it would have been much more interesting if you had had her real time questioning and slowly starting to develop it as Jacob's telling the story. I think that would have been a really cool dual narrative of him telling the story yeah. and her Piecing starting it to together. realize it. I think that would have been yeah. such a good opportunity that Myers just totally, yeah. completely missed. Like her piecing it together, like he drops a fact and she goes, wait, Edward did this before. And he drops another fact and goes, right. wait, you know, how long have the Cullens been here? Blah, blah, blah. Like she's, we get that, like her piecing together what he says with what she's witnessed so far. I think would have been a really interesting, like, dramatic, like, way to show this, like, revelation happening. But instead, it's mostly her just going, I tried to keep casual. I asked a question. <laughs> I tried to keep casual. Yeah. I tried not to show any expression. And it's like... And like, can I know what the expression is, please? Yeah. <laughs> I can't read your mind. You're supposed to write it. <laughs> and I just feel like, because she's already on the track of, you know, she's thinking, oh, is it radioactive spiders is it you know are is it bruce wayne peter parker like what's going on something right. supernatural she's already is delving into him. the supernatural so you think and the that, unknown yeah so you think that when she's getting these kind of answers instead of just being like huh what a wild story she'd be like oh this actually lines up and answers all the questions i've been having this is crazy is this real what i need to go i need to go right now i need to I need to talk to someone i need to google something i don't know yeah, so that's kind of weird. And then it's like, he tells this whole thing, and she's like, that's so weird. And then it kind of just goes back to normal, yep. like, teenage stuff, where Mike comes, and Jacob asks about her boyfriend, and she's like, definitely not. Yeah. And she tells Jacob to come visit her in Forks to hang out, because for some reason she's still flirting with him. <laughs> um, I don't know why she didn't turn it off when she got the information. I guess maybe she wants more. It's really unfortunate but... that she does say that, because she did have the chance to get out, but then, ag- yeah. again, she prolonged that by being like, yeah, you can totally come to Forks later. And so, like, on one hand, I think, like, she genuinely, she genuinely likes Jacob. Like, you can see that in the way they talk to each other, the way she doesn't constantly you know, just berate him in her head like she does all the other boys. <laughs> um, so, yes. like, it's not terrible. I just think the fact that all of this was led up to with flirting beforehand, it's like, well, no wonder every single guy likes you. I mean, well, maybe not no wonder. She didn't lead anybody else on, but she is leading Jacob on. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the kid. Yeah, I do feel bad. Also, because he's younger and yeah. she's an older girl. And, like, he's like, oh, she's so cool. And she's interesting because she's new. Yeah. And she's totally just leading him on, which sucks. I know. Um, so, we'll, I mean, obviously I know about Team Edward versus Jacob, so <laughs> clearly this develops. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see that in the future, hopefully. I wonder, I wonder, if she hadn't gone with this flirting method, would things have turned out the same? Oh, my goodness. Did this Ugh, set off? I have no idea. I mean, I don't know how it turns yeah. out, but... <laughs> I mean, you just wonder, like, this was her first instance of flirting with him. Did this set something on the tracks that can't mm-hmm. be undone now because she just wanted information so that's pretty much the end of that chapter they just get it's starting to rain so they decide to go back of course home. it is yeah because you know it's forks or near forks whatever it's, it's washington washington it's washington <laughs> it rains a lot yeah and so then she closes with her laying her head back on the seat and closing her eyes and trying very hard not to think so hopefully we'll get some thoughts in the next chapter. As you say that last line, it really does make me think that like good old pal Steph here 
just didn't want her to have that revelation yet. So she's trying to think of any possible way that, like, to not have her put together the pieces right now. So she's like, oh, like, she's just trying to remain calm. She's just trying not to think about it. Which I think is kind of a cop-out because how do you find out about possible vampires and not think about it? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> this, is, this is real life right now. I'm not sitting in the car just going, I'm just not going to think about it. Vampires can't be real. I'd be going, holy fuck, did you hear what Jacob told me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's total. it's totally weird because you'd think even when she's just, you know, she's not getting bothered by anyone in the car. You'd think she'd maybe start thinking about it then. I mean, I don't know exactly where the next chapter picks up and whatever. I guess I'll find out tonight. <laughs> but it's like, it's weird that she's just like, and now nothing. <laughs> like brain empty again. Yeah. She's really good at that. I'm, I've never mastered that, especially not when I was 17. But it's for plot reasons. <laughs> yeah, no, I suppose so. So yeah, I guess that that's that on these two chapters. Overall thoughts? I like it more. I'm intrigued. I think Jacob's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't shake the idea of him being, being way younger. Mm. So I'm just like, oh, you're just like this kind of younger, eager guy. So for you, that like turned you away um, from like the idea of the team Jacob side of things. I am not taking a side yet. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's totally, I mean, for now, I'm just like, I've gotten five chapters of Edward and I've gotten a chapter of Jacob so I'm like I don't know yeah I mean he seems nice he definitely seems nice but he's I don't For know sure. we'll find out and it also doesn't seem it doesn't seem like Bella's romantically interested in him whereas when she sees Edward it's like everything stops yeah and she's obsessed yeah so we'll see how it develops and how things go on but it is kind of weird well, I'm excited for you to read more. I'm excited to read more because obviously we're yes. on the path to her finding out the truth. I... Yes, I want this confrontation ASAP, please. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a really iconic scene of that in the movie, which is just, yeah, iconic. Is it bad? <laughs> it's iconic. I'll tell you that. It's I'm unforgettable. I, if it's If it's as iconic as the baseball scene and the car scene, <laughs> then... I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm already thinking Those about the watching the movie, and we haven't even gotten halfway through the book. There's still, like, oh 18 goodness. chapters more. <laughs> so the last time I ended with a teaser of, like, the next chapter title that was called Blood Type. The next chapter title is Nightmare. Ooh. And we know she's been about, dreaming of Edward. Yeah, we already talked about the significance of dreams, so we've got that to look forward to. Yeah, I'm excited about it. All right. The end? The end. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on our new Twitter at UnbittenPod. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten. Unbitten.